Just me and the bean. 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 Welcome to Me and the Bean. I'm me. And I'm the bean. And this is episode number... 65. And I apologize, guys. We've been, it's been a while since we've we've recorded one. We've been running around. We've been busy, yo. Mm-hmm. We've had Halloween and then... Birthday. Gavin's birthday and then Mom's birthday. And then we just took a trip to San Francisco, which we'll talk about at a later show. And now we're home. Now we're home. With a sick toddler. With a sick toddler. <laughs> but Halloween's always a big... A big thing at our house. We love, we love Halloween. Halloween. It was my favorite holiday before we had a baby right before it. And now that there's another celebratory reason, it's even better. It's awesome. And Evan was really into decorating this year. Oh, oh he was so sweet. He wanted it to be spooky. He His bus route takes him by a house that is famous for its Halloween exterior decorating. They have um, mannequins and that are all dressed up like Dracula and uh, Frankenstein and a witch. and it's, it's amazing what they do, I think. They have like a crime scene tape part of their woods taped off. And so he was inspired by that and by your mom's house. Mm-hmm. She mom's goes all out inside and out. It is amazing looking. It's cool. And she goes from like the cute stuff with the houses to the um, really, really scary stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he asked to get some things. And so we did. We took a little bit of our budget and we went to the sh- to the shop and we bought decorations and he picked them out and it was so fun. We got uh, some some of those styrofoam tombstones yeah. with the skeleton laid out in front of it and we got a dancing skeleton that sang about worms coming in and out of your brain and some skull garlands and giant bats and cobwebs and uh some one thing that really impressed him was that um Wolfman picture. It's yeah. like a hologram. It changes back and forth between a guy and a Depends werewolf. Depends on how you walk, where you're at position to the thing. He showed that to everybody. He's like, look at our new picture. <laughs> <laughs> and this year, early, early on, he decided he wanted to be Indiana Jones. So we got him this cool Indiana Jones costume. Yes. And then like a week or two before Halloween. Yes. He decided on a hybrid. He decided on the Indiana Jones vampire. Do you know where that came from? <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure where it came from, but he he saw somebody with vampire teeth. And he remembered he had some from the year before. Wow. And no, I did not sterilize them. I'm a very bad mommy. But anyway, we found them and he put them in and he was like, I'm going to be vampire Indiana Jones. And so then my mom found a cool... Uh, like a black and red black on one side, red on the other. Satin cape and a neck piece thing and puffy shirt, neck piece. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was all over it. Yep. So. He, he added it to his costume, and he was vampire Indiana Jones. <laughs> it was awesome. Like uh, I thought it was cool, but I guess I didn't realize how, realize how cool it was because I told a couple people I worked with, and they were just like, "That's awesome." Yeah, that's an awesome thing for him to do to combine that. I just think that's awesome. Yeah, like he, Dustin and Jay were really into it, and I was like. Maybe I should be more into it. Maybe I. He's a very um, clever kid, and he definitely has his own sense of 
of himself. Yeah. Of what he's going to do or wear or be or think. It's cool. Yeah. And Maxie was... Uh... A reluctant, curious George. <laughs> yeah. Had this big headpiece. He likes hats, but this thing buttoned under his chin, and he always hates anything that buttons under his chin. So. Yeah. Hmm. And then, and then the top part kept falling in his eyes. And yeah, it was too see. big to get to get it to fit his body. You had to get a bigger size. So then the big giant head was too big. <laughs> and then, of course, his nap ran late, so he woke up hungry and grouchy. And but he he pulled it together. He actually followed his brother's lead and and enjoyed himself. Yeah. Never said trick or treat. No. Never really understood that you go and get candy. Yeah, he didn't understand that. He just wanted to walk up to the people and He tried to go in a couple of the houses. Yeah, Evan used to do that. He liked running through the grass. We went to Mom and Dad's, what we usually do, and it's just this little neighborhood, and they get like, what, 375 kids they got? A huge amount of kids. Little cars are just lined up and down the road. Kids are running everywhere. Because when I was a kid, it was just so awesome. We had these two streets. We had anywhere... And basically, there was no cars, and you just walk. And it was just the streets were filled yeah. with kids and parents. Yeah, I agree. Halloween has certainly changed. However, for your parents' neighborhood, because it's not a neighborhoody part of town, yeah, you pretty much have to drive. Yes, yes, there. no, yes, I agree. So, but oh gosh, I remember Mama just letting us go. We we had to stay in groups, but yeah, we just ran. We just went, yeah. And it was really fun. I wish it could go back to that. See, I don't think it can't. I don't know. Just, you know, there's this whole... I'm not saying it can't. I'm like, just saying I wish it would. You know, um, evolution of life um, where, you know, I think we run in cycles. And uh, I think we're actually going through... Dun, maybe dun, not. Dun. Maybe not. The, the, <laughs> the new presidency, I don't know. But uh, for, for a time there, it seemed like we were we were going back to the 50s. It just seems like we go through these cycles because, I mean, kids have always been kidnapped and, and, and abducted and bad things happen to them. It's just now we have the Internet and the news 24 hours a day telling us, you know, every time. I mean, riding bikes. I mean, I've had serious, serious accidents with bikes. But now, you know, if you don't put a helmet on your kid, you're a bad parent. And it's like we're... I can remember pieces of my childhood, my parents allowing me to do things that I I just don't see myself allowing my children to do. Yeah, why Stay, is that? Staying at home alone before I was 10. Yeah. I don't know for how long. I was a kid. I didn't have a sense of time. Using the Easy Bake Oven unsupervised. You know, just no, certainly no helmet on a bike. Yeah. No way. Um, what else? I mean, have we just become a society of fear? Well, I tell you what. As far as children being abducted that's probably or messed with that's probably my biggest fear and that instance that we had at mom's house with the truck parked out front yeah and the guy waving evan to him yeah just kind of i don't think we ever talked about that validated that fear for me so i wasn't there you were natural by yourself with the the kids and we were getting ready to go and mama has a big nice yard out front, and he was just out there. But it is there. on a major street. Not a major street. It's well, a Asheville. neighborhood. Yeah, but it's a it's a, a a more... I mean, there's a lot of people driving through to get from one area to the other, so it's a big cross-through type of thing. That's true. 
that corner, right, because they cut, cut cut up that other road. Mm-hmm. And he was just out there playing, and it was maybe, I don't even think it was five minutes. And she's got a big plate glass window where I was standing just so I could see him, you mm-hmm. know. And I was packing the diaper bag for the baby. And I don't remember exactly step by step. All I remember is getting ready, and we were going outside. And as we were going outside... Evan was running to this green pickup truck, and the man was waving to him, like beckoning to him, like, come here, kid. Oh, really? Yeah. And Evan started to run toward him, and my gut just went, no! (laughs) And I I screamed his name, and he turned around, and I guess he saw the look on my face, because he came right back to me, and the truck took off. Yeah. I mean... Who knows? Yeah. But it, it really scared me. I, I had when I was when I, guys you have to excuse me on the dates or my age but I had to be over five because that's when we moved to this neighborhood but I don't think I was eight yet so I was somewhere in the middle of that it could, I could have been eight I could have been a little bit older I'm not sure but so he, we're talking early eighties He Man had just started He Man <laughs> so I could have been ten I can't remember I'd have to look up dates but anyway I was staying with my grandparents one day. Wait, I played He-Man with my cousin, and we're four years apart, and he would have had to have been old enough to be into action figures. So yeah, you were probably eight or nine. So I was walking down to my friend Brian's house, or Mitch's. I think I maybe was walking down to Mitch's. I can't remember. In the same neighborhood. Same right? neighborhood. And I was walking down. I was staying with my grandparents. I can't remember if I took off from school that day or something. I did something where I wasn't, I didn't go to school, and... So I was walking down, and this, like, old, old car, like, I don't know, some brown 70s kind of car. I didn't see who was in it, but they they drove down past me and went to the top of that hill at the bottom of the road where we turn around. We don't go down that hill right. to the very end of the road. Because it's 90-degree hill. Well, they turn in the driveway there, and something just something just... You know, like my spidey sense went up. <laughs> like the back of my hairs on the back of my neck was just like, boom. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, something's not right. And they just gun it and start coming toward me. And I just start running. Which way? To my grandparents. I turned around and started running. Yeah. And I was on the grass there near the woods. Oh, right in that woody section. Oh, man. And they came onto the grass going and at grand at my granddad's right before you get to the end of the woods there's this there's these there's this little pathway where he used to take his truck and put mulch down there and stuff oh really and so i just went and ran down there and they just barely i mean and i went and told grandma and grandpa and never saw that car again but gosh yeah i think i i think you've told me that story before but i didn't remember the end of it I thought it was just a car that creeped you out. I didn't know they came after you. Oh yeah, unless I unless they were just I don't know, unless they were just teenagers messing with me, which right. is probably the case. But but then like you know like a month ago or something, I was like I was coming home from work or something, and I pulled into the neighborhood and there was this van with these two white guys in it. And it was a shady looking van, and it was a shady looking white guys. And I drove by them and I looked at them and they looked at me and it was just sort of a shady thing. I just got like chills, you know. 
In our neighborhood? Yeah. Mm. And they uh, they pulled into the, the road above us to where that one house is in the... Mm-hmm. We think they're running a dog thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not not a dog fight, but raising dogs or whatever. And they pulled into there, but they were just going so slow and I don't know. Did you take their tag? No, I, I didn't. No, no. How about those girls that were walking home through our neighbor's yard and you spoke to them and they were like... <laughs> Yeah, I said, hey, guys, you guys okay? Because no, you, you don't understand our neighborhood. No no one comes here. It's yeah. a dead end. Besides David at the bottom of the street, I mean, it's all... All the roads are... All 70-year-old people. Dead ends, right. There's yeah. there's no reason to come in here. And while they were walking, I have no clue. Me but neither. I mean, I have a, an idea. But we have we an idea, but we can't say it, talk on no, the we won't talk about that on the air. <laughs> if we want to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh... It's weird. We had one of those things at our last neighborhood, too. Remember? No, all I remember is Poodle Man. Oh, I'll tell you about it later. And there was one time where, uh, you know, over there at Jean's, his right. grandkids would come. And this his grandkids were, were army brats. And so it was these two girls, two sisters, uh, Kimberly and Julie. And Kimberly was my age, so we hung out. And Brian, of course, and uh, Dale and all the, all the kids in this neighborhood. And because when I was a kid, it was ten or so kids here, and now there's none. There's four, four maybe. Yeah. And um, that's counting ours. So five, because well, he's a teenager now. So let's say four. Me and Kimberly were, were going to the jump off, because in our and we my my family owns all the woods around mine and my grandfather's house, so we would all go play there all the time. And then one time, me and Kimberly went down there. And there, there was this teenage kid, and he was dressed up full-on military garb. And he had like a like a World War II hard metal domed helmet on. And he was like holding a gun, I think, or maybe a, a something. And he was just looking at us. <laughs> and he wouldn't say anything. So we ran off. We ran as fast as we could. And went he was told just him. standing in the woods? He was standing in the creek. He wouldn't have to jump off. We, I guess we got to the jump off and we were walking around. And he was in one of the creek beds. That's really weird. <laughs> and so we went and ran and told her dad. And her dad's like a big military guy. And my dad's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. And so they both ran down there. And they said they caught up with a kid. And they said that they made sure he'd never come around again. I don't know what happened. Did you say he had a gun? I can't remember. It's been so long and... The story's been told so much. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah, if yeah. he really did or if he didn't. Right. If he had like a, you know, I don't know. Sketchy. But he was in full, like green, like dull green. He wasn't in camo. It was all dark, dark green. That dark, dull green. Uh, that's very. Matched his helmet. Odd. Yeah, just out of the blue. What the? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And all those years, I run through the woods. That's the only time ever, anything ever happened. Right. All this time I ran through, and we would, we would, we would, when we camp out, we'd be running Franklin Street two and three in the morning. Franklin Street at two and three in the morning is is not something I would want my. I know. I'm just saying, young child to do, but it's less scary than having them like ride a bike down it during the day because it's so busy now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's not that bad, but uh, don't worry, I'll let you'll you'll win that one. You'll win that argument. But the only thing that ever happened was that time that car chased me. Right. And then one time about two in the morning, some teenagers in a truck was messing with us. Hmm. They were just like, 
okay, you know. So right. we, we, we ran and found a safe place. Because they were just messing with us. They were, you know, yelling and stuff. So this, these one guys we these one guys we hung out with, um, it was it was a group. It was a, always a group. We were, we were all four best friends. And then sometimes we'd break off and be two against two. And, we, you know, we'd get mad. <laughs> and so one of my friends, we were mad at him. And I can't remember <laughs> I had this baseball bat. Oh. And I said. I think maybe you've shared this before. I'm not sure. I don't think on the podcast. Okay. And so he was saying something. And I said, man, if you don't shut up, I'm going to hit you with this bat. He goes, do it. I want you to do it. And so. Not to back down from a dare. I said, okay. <laughs> and so I swung like I was going for the. I think I have told this on the podcast. But, but for those that never heard it. I, I swung for the rafters. And but I thought in my head, where can I hit him the hardest without hurting him? Where's the place I can hit him that's going to hurt the least? And so I chose the ass. And so I hit him, and it was like, oh. first he didn't do anything, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's like a superhero or something. <laughs> I was freaking out. But then it was it was it was like a volcano. <laughs> It's like his midsection started shaking. He took a second for then the it got pain to, his, to go Oh, his eyes went like that when I hit him. I mean, his face was like... And he took a breath in, but that was it. And I was like, I thought it was a breath in to come get me. Then he started shaking. Mm. And it came up to his torso. And it came up all... And then he was just like... <gasps> and so for the next couple of weeks, him and the other friend that they teamed up all was waiting for me to come around the neighborhood and they had a bb gun they were going to shoot me they were pissed so much they were going to shoot me but something had happened where well not for an eye for an eye or anything but you kind of deserved it (laughs) well that same group when we were friends we had this place we camped out and me and me and the other me and the other friend that i'd always team up with we came to the campsite and they weren't there and like the campsite was in disarray, and like that was a four CD. So I had like cases of t- cases and cases of tapes, Aww. and my tapes were strewn everywhere. Aww. And we thought something bad had happened because of that one thing we can't talk about. Some of those people we thought were getting us. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, "I'm sorry, so and so. Whatever I've done, I'm sorry. Please just let us. Blah blah. Oh, the reason I did that is because." <laughs> We heard something in the woods. We heard a gun cock. There's somebody out there. And then we and then there were there were shots coming through the forest. And we got Evan again. He's not supposed to be awake. He's gonna be tired again, bud. So so I was scared because I thought somebody was shooting at us. And so I, I I was that's what I was calling like scared like whatever I did I'm sorry please please don't kill us va va va. And it was just the other two friends messing with us. And they uh, came out laughing. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but what are you doing up, dude? Oh, I just heard you down here. And I just got up from my room and saying, like, Evan, what do you want to do? Get a cookie? Yeah, you better not get a cookie. You've had too many tonight. So I, I'll tell the cookie story. Yesterday, I went to the grocery store for medicine. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Right. I had to pick up the antibiotic. And so I went to the grocery and I picked up uh, a regular box of chocolate chip cookies 
which these guys are cookie monsters. They eat these cookies like crazy. Well, evidently, we're burned out on these cookies. So I didn't know that, but I happened to pick up a second bag of cookies, which I don't usually do, but it was Pepperidge Farm Mint Milano's. No, not even mint, just regular Milano's. And brought them home. And Max and Evan ate six. A piece? Let's see. I don't know. How many's in a bag? I have no clue. Three layers of five. Fifteen cookies. So there were four left this morning. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Four. I think that one ate seven. We have to catch them. Because they'll just go in there. They nick cookies. Um, Do you want to get on the mic and explain yourself? And then so Maxie ate the other four during the day today because he's sick and I'm letting him eat whatever he wants if he'll eat. And he didn't even eat them. He just kind of laid them around the house. But anyway, when this one came home, he asked for his special cookies. And I said, you had half the bag. You just chose to eat yours all in one day. Now there are only these other cookies left, which are still great cookies. He it's been their favorite for a year or so now. Lost it. Evan? He threw a temper tantrum over mm. these cookies. A short one because I, I nipped it and he nipped it. And he got it together. And guess how we fixed the temper tantrum? How? We baked fresh homemade chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you can't throw a temper tantrum over cookies. He was mad at his brother because he thought he had eaten all the cookies. But I explained that they had um, half. Yeah. Can I start telling them stories, made-up stories that um, I told about on um, Batman Legos? We'll let you tell one made-up story. Uh, this is going to do it for me and the bean. I have I'm... a really quick, cute Mac story. Okay. He had a piece of cheese yesterday, and he was eating his stick of cheese, and he asked me to hold him. And oh, yeah. I picked him up and put him on the counter right beside me. And he saw the bananas. Well, he loves bananas, but he doesn't eat them. He just... He might take four bites, He just carries it around and talks about it. And he said, banana, nana, banana, nana. And I said, yes, you may have a banana after you finish your cheese. Oh, banana, nana. So I was finishing what I was doing, and he saw a towel on the counter, and he stuck the rest of his cheese under the towel. When you weren't looking. When I wasn't looking. But then he goes, goodbye, cheese. (laughs) Hello, banana. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for me and the bean. Remember, you can reach us um, on the web at, I'm going to let you do it after our ending. Meandthebean.com. Or send us an email at me and the bean at podcastrant.com. Or voicemail at uh, 336-283-0576. Until next time, see ya. Bye. I'm never going to tell the band story. Okay. Or maybe I'll just tell the Quayface story. Mm. Quayface. Okay, what's... Okay. Quayface. Oh, I'm too to shy. Close. I'm too shy. Okay. Just pretend like you're talking to Daddy about it. Okay. Just look at Daddy and tell the story. But, okay. Daddy, um, let me think, okay. Quayface. Mm, one second. What did he do? He, um...
He found Batman trying to steal his gold, so them fired and um, Bane came, and then he be, and then he fell off the edge, and then Clayface Face went um, and then. Is gold Clayface's favorite thing? Yeah. And he built a gold house, and then he started up the lasers, and then the gas came on, and then he floated in jail, and that's the end of the Clayface story. Goodbye. See you guys. Bye.